0: Is she Who Overcomes, the podcast where we help you transform your life, leadership, and career. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman. And we are your hosts. We believe
1: that what you've overcome
0: makes you a leader. With a little help from two experienced coaches, that's us, you'll find the clarity and direction that you need to rise up, lead well, and live with intention. You were born to be an overcomer. So grab your coffee and let's hang out.
1: Welcome back to the show. You guys, be sure you listen all the way to the end, because we're going to be sharing an opportunity for you to be able to work with us for free in just a couple of weeks. So before we get into the actual episode, I think, Mandy, you have a shout out for a listener, right? I
0: do. We've been having a lot of people give us um, feedback Mm -hmm. on the episodes that you and I have done together. Right, which is not many, so I love that they're already talking about it. Yeah, and... Um one of our listeners is also one of our champions and our platinum clients in our inner circle program and her name is Jen and she has this to say about episode 68 which is the one um where do we go from here where we were talking about um how to navigate those interesting conversations that have differing opinions mm-hmm. and here's what she said she said i'm almost finished listening to this episode and wow tough topic with such great words of wisdom. I definitely need to listen to this one again um, when I'm finished with the first go around. Thank you for constantly opening my eyes, Mandy and Rachel, so I can work on myself and be a better friend, conversationalist, and Christian. Love, love, love that Raymond team takes on these tough topics head on.
1: Well, that's awesome. Thank you, Jen. And I know um, every time we have a review or somebody leaves a comment, we want to shout that out because we appreciate you guys listening. Um, And we also want to um, like give you just a little bit of a a moment on the podcast where you can hear your name and your words. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to be doing a whole show on tips to manage your time. And if you own your own company or you're a busy professional that's like, building a career, you understand that there's this pull to kind of fill every moment of your time wisely, especially if you have a family. Like if you are trying to build a career and build a family at the same time, whether you have kids or not, um, there are countless time management methods that claim to be the perfect solution. Um, The truth is, though, there's not like a one-size-fits-all option for time management. Like we are not going to be giving you like this is the A to Z system on time management. And if you do this, you will mm-hmm. always manage your time wisely. However, there are a few things that could help, especially when you suck at managing your time. <laughs> and all it's these true. other methods have failed because there are some things that you can do mm-hmm. better um, if you're, not, you're just not good at managing your time. And some people aren't. Mm-hmm aren't good at it, but everybody can at least implement one tip from today to get better.
0: I think this is such a timely episode because I actually did a coaching session with one of my one-on-one clients Mm -hmm. about this yesterday. And um, this this person is a manager and on the leadership team of a big company, and they've been working from home for almost a year now. Mm -hmm. In fact, she had just gotten her job a month before the pandemic hit. So all she knows in this new company and in this new position is working from home. Mm. And so we had a very in-depth session about managing time and processing what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I had mentioned to her was, first of all, do you even have a schedule for working from home. Like I think if there's if there's a bonus tip, because this isn't anywhere on our notes, I think that's one of the first things we do with clients is, is ask them like, what is your schedule? And if you do work from home, like, do you have to work on the weekends? Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then why are you? Right. Well, it, it might be that you're doing that because you haven't sat down to define what time works best for you to work Mm -hmm. and you haven't put down those healthy boundaries between home and work. Right.
1: And we will, we will never tell our clients what work hours they are supposed to have because sometimes you, you need to work at nighttime because that's like when you are most awake, a lot of creative people Mm -hmm. do a lot of things at nighttime at first. Um, when you're learning this, it it can be difficult to be like, what are the hours that I should be working in? Um, but, like, just having a schedule and knowing that, hey, on Tuesday nights, I do work from whatever time to whatever time, that's still a schedule. It doesn't have to be a schedule mm-hmm. just because it's 9 to 5. Right. Like, scheduling your time is literally your 24 hours that you have every single day. And I think it's timely, too, because you and I are trying to figure <laughs> out how to work again in an office yes. space. And what kind of activities that we need to do in our actual office space and what kind of things we like to do at home. Mm-hmm. Um. And And it's... Completely different than when we were working exclusively from
0: home over the last year. It is, however, it's not different from what we used to do. No, before we worked, nope. <laughs> only from home. And I think it's fascinating because this client had asked me, like, what What do you use to schedule your time? Like, do you use a a, a daily planner or a monthly or a weekly? Well, like, do you use the computer? And my answer to that is yes, all of them, all of them. <laughs> but um, I learned a long time ago that I am not the type of person who can have a daily planner mm-hmm. to to write everything down in so I like the weekly format okay and I like to keep both personal and business in my planner for a schedule mm-hmm. but I only keep my personal to-dos Okay, right. In my planner. Everything else, when it comes to what we do here at Rayma Team, we use Basecamp. We do. And that's a digital, like, it's it's a... It's It's like a project management system. It's a project management,
1: but also a calendar in it, too, so
0: that we can... And a task list. Like, everything is there. And usually, like, on a Monday... That happens to be the day where we have all of our tasks. Yeah, I don't know
1: why, but it seems to be a definite habit. We have yeah. a, like everything goes on Monday and then we'll figure it out on right. Monday how to so do the rest of the week. Basically, Mondays
0: are the days that we designate our schedule based on what's happening mm-hmm. that week. And the other thing about this before we dive into the actual tips that we have written down, <laughs> we for do you, have tips, but. We They're do. Coming. The other thing about this is, I am a very visual learner. So I color code my planner. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember, like, I know that you use colored pens sometimes too, but do you have an actual code to it or do you just do it based on how you feel?
1: I have a code, but the okay. code changes like every six months because I forget the code. So, okay. <laughs> um, I, I've, had, I've had a journey trying to figure out what I like when it comes to planning my time. And I, I know this, but I keep spending money on planners. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like paper planners because so much of my life, like 90% mm-hmm. of my life when it comes to calendars, whether it's work or co-parenting, all the kids and stuff, everything is on a digital Platform. Yes. So for me, it's like, what do I even write in this? Because my entire life is on a digital platform. So I have a graveyard of journals and good intentions <laughs> that are perfectly color coded. But there's that's part of the problem. So my mm-hmm. my Google calendar is color coded, and the smart thing would be to color code my planner planner to my Google to match cal- it. Yeah, but well, I don't
0: because our Basecamp calendar is, is color coded, <laughs> and It it like Rachel has like anything that Rachel has on her schedule is pink. Anything Mm -hmm. that is only my schedule is teal. Everything we do together is orange. Mm -hmm. And then it makes you like pick out colors for projects, but they there's no rhyme or reason to that. No, that usually is just like make sure they're different colors, right? So we know that it's not the same project. Mm -hmm. Um, but when it comes to my personal planner. This client had asked me, like, what colors do you use and what do they mean? Mm -hmm. And I have tried to change this recently and I can't. Like my brain cannot handle it. So my favorite color is teal. Mm -hmm. And like if you go on Instagram and you follow me at Ms. Mandy B. Anderson, you're gonna see the teal that is my favorite color. And it's actually like like a darker shade of that is what really like, oh, just I love the color. It's more on the blue side, it's more on the the blue side than the green side. And so I have these new pens that have a color teal that mm-hmm. is just perfect. Ooh. I can't find a place for it in my planner. Oh, no. Like it doesn't. There <laughs> There is nothing in my life that fits this color for color coding my schedule. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I just have to use it for fun when I take notes. But that's because I have been doing this for a decade now mm-hmm. where pink is personal, green is work, mm-hmm. and orange is anything with Nate and I. Okay, like I cannot get away from that, and I will. um, Which is funny because it's not at all what's on the base camp. It is not. Well, the teal for me. Yep, you're right. Because yeah, you nothing for personal green for and and green for for work. work. Yeah. So, um, it isn't, but it works. (laughs) Right, it works. That's where the teal comes in digitally. Yeah. But I think I think what it is like green was it's the color of money. So right,
1: and I've heard that before too. That you're supposed to put your like. Stuff that has to do with work and the color green, but I don't like what it looks like. I have a hard time. (laughs) I have a hard time with the color thing because I'm like, these colors don't go together. So when I look at them, I'm like, this isn't yeah. like these, these colors aren't friends. It looks ugly. So then I redo the entire plan. But when you have so many different people on a yeah. calendar, yep. you can't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know so, anymore. I don't have a color coded life except for on base camp.
0: Right. So I would say just take those little like <laughs> personal quirks of ours that like it works for me, it doesn't work for Rachel. Right. Also, Rachel has Like three kids, two dogs, and two different families, yep, like schedules that she's keeping track of because she shares parenting with her kids' dad. Right. And we
1: share a Google Calendar between like the four parents and our oldest has access to the Google Calendar. So yeah, it's like literally two houses schedules. Whereas
0: um it's just me and my husband Mm -hmm. and our soon to be new puppy. Right. She's not gonna need a schedule. Like I don't need to color code it for him to (laughs) go. Indigo can be teal, though. Right, she needed she could. it. Her appointment. Oh, that's probably what I will do. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I don't have as much. I don't have as many people to keep track of. Mm-hmm. So that yep. that is also something to consider. But the actual tips that we want to dive into today, yep. and hopefully, you guys are getting ideas and like some clarity. Don't be the type of person who tries all of this.
1: No, and hopefully, it gives you permission to be like, oh, there's not one right. way. To stay yep. scheduled with your time management. Like it literally is a work in progress. Even with these tips, like you might try something for a while and you're like, oh, that didn't work. That doesn't mean you're a failure. Like right. most people, it takes them a while to figure out what kind of schedule mm-hmm. they want to keep and whether it's on paper or digital. Right.
0: Or and a combo. I think that is more like the technical side of time management. That mm-hmm. is the the strategy side, like how are the organizational side. Right. Um, the tips that we're going to actually give you now are the things that everybody like really should pay attention to mm-hmm. and do because they are the the intangible things that are probably getting in your way and you don't know it. Oh, for sure. So this really is time management. Mm-hmm. Like That is way more like keeping track of schedules and goal planning right. type of things. But this really is time management. So I think the very first tip that we have is to schedule your energy. And this is so important and so powerful. And I think because the pandemic happened, we all have way more flexibility to do this than maybe Mm -hmm. we would have if we had to show up at the office at a certain time every day. Mm -hmm. Um, But even if you do have the, the ability to go to your office and you have to be somewhere by a certain time every day, you can still schedule your energy in how you how you attack your tasks. Absolutely. So what we mean by this, um, we actually heard this tip years ago from a podcast episode by Craig Greshel. He has a leadership podcast, and he says that you need to schedule your energy, not just your hours. And he calls them usable hours. Mm-hmm. And he says, we all have a different amount of usable hours and they all come at different times. Oh, for sure. So we need to pay attention to that. And I think if you have any type of a chronic illness or um, maybe you struggle with fatigue um, and energy spikes and you just feel like you're drained all the time, this method could really be a time saver for you. Oh, ab- yep, I agree. It's, and I
1: think everybody can use this, even if you're not, right. ha- you're not with a chronic illness. Yeah. It's just something so imperative that all people need to actually pay attention
0: Well, and it to. kind of follows that idea of the spoon theory. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Method of like, how much, how much energy do you have that day? Mm-hmm. But even if you don't have a chronic illness, it can help because we all have certain times of the day, certain days of the week where our focus for a certain type of project is stronger than others. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot write in like first of all I cannot write when I am in an environment where I'm around people. Mm-hmm. I also cannot write in the middle of the day. Like it has to be either the very first thing I do or the last thing I do. Mm-hmm. It it can't be something I try to do in between. So I have learned how to schedule my energy with writing and I have specific writing days. Or when life gets busy and I can't do that, I block off mornings or afternoons. Mm-hmm. And for me, the mornings are like 6 a.m. Right. The Andersons wake up so su- early, so super early. <laughs> Normally, we go to bed by nine. Um, I only have one
1: child in <laughs> bed by
0: nine. <laughs> yeah. We wake up so early. My husband wakes up and goes to the gym. Here's the other thing. Like for me, my energy to go to the gym in the morning doesn't work for me. At 5 a.m. you don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to go to the gym. I want to wake up, do my treatment, have my coffee, saunter, Mm -hmm. get to writing if it's the first thing on my mind, which it usually is if I have a project I'm doing. And I want to just enjoy that and have the ability to watch the sunrise when it comes up Mm -hmm. and then run and go to the gym in the afternoon as a de-stressor. Like I can't start my day by working out. That's, I have tried. It doesn't work the best for me.
1: I don't, I I have a hard time with it too. I do actually prefer either an afternoon or an evening. Like I am often working out before bedtime. And for some people Mm -hmm. that doesn't work at all. You can't sleep. For me, I think it helps get rid of any um, of the nervous energy still Mm -hmm. left in my body or anxiety. And I know that I have... Like not only do you need to know your energy spikes, but I think you know need to know when your energy plummets. Like yes, I cannot plan anything work wise from three o'clock until seven o'clock, even if the kids are at their dad's house, because mm-hmm. I have such an energy spike during that time that yep. I just I couldn't mm-hmm. at all. I, I if I for had an energy to,
0: like it's not plummet. an energy yeah you yeah plummet. where it
1: it just drops and I have no more mm-hmm. thoughts, but it will often come back again. Around nine ten o'clock, or really, you know, early in the morning for me is more like seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a five a.m. wake up person,
0: <laughs> and there is nothing wrong with that, right? I didn't think I was. Turns out I, I didn't like think it. you were
1: either, but you you really I, have well, turned into I a morning person. I think because
0: I'm on trikafta now, I my my sleep is a better quality sleep. I'm not coughing in the middle <laughs> of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not struggling to breathe in small ways that I didn't realize I was before. And even on the nights where I don't sleep well, I still have more energy. Because it used to be like just a little segue into my life with cystic fibrosis. It used to be if I didn't sleep well that night, I would cough all day the next day. And that doesn't happen anymore. Right. Like I didn't sleep well at all last night. I had my triple venti caramel macchiato with coconut milk. And I will be fine mm-hmm. today. I will need to rest this weekend more. Mm-hmm. But I know that. Like, that's the other thing about scheduling your energy is if you know that your week is going to be s- super busy, make sure to schedule rest time mm-hmm. so that you can recharge. I don't want to say catch up, but recharge.
1: Yeah. Oftentimes, it's more the recharging than yeah. catching up. I have to do the same thing. On the the weeks that the kids are with their dad, um, I usually will have – more things on my schedule for work just because I know my capacity is there. But I also have a ton of free space for me to just sit and maybe watch Netflix from, you know, not from necessarily all (laughs) of three until seven. But if I want to, I can. Um, and that has kind of been like that started right after the divorce, just because I mm-hmm. needed that space to just decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's ca- kind of become a habit that even though I don't necessarily need it for my emotional health, right, and to give my brain a chance to just not be in flight or flight all the time, um it's it's really necessary now mm-hmm. for me to do it and and be able to still do the mom thing, you yeah. know do the work thing and and figure out how to do the energy spike, especially now I'm relearning with the chronic pain is not there as high as it was Mm -hmm. in the last year. Like I can just wake up and I can just go do things. It doesn't take me, I don't have to set a a timer an hour before I actually need to get out of bed so that my medication can kick in Mm -hmm. and then I can get up and then I have to think about like all of the things. It's very weird. So I think the energy thing is so important because it can wane. Like it'll change throughout your lifetime and what's going on in your schedule your kids' schedule, what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, So knowing this, I think, is super important.
0: It is. And I think if we were going to um, give maybe a a couple tips to, like, if you need to put things into your schedule that help re-energize you, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've started doing, especially, like, right now, I am on a deadline to get my book, my manuscript for dangerous hope written and done mm-hmm. by like, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be done. But that's like four days from now. Right. So um I have not been going to the gym. It's a de-stressor for me, but this week I've had some health things come up and I have let myself instead re-energize by taking a bath in the, the middle of the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I, I laugh because I once had a friend be like, uh, what is wrong with you? Why are you doing that? I'm like, listen, you don't know my life. Don't judge. Um, It's become this thing though where when I get done here at the office, which is usually around three, mm-hmm. um, and that's usually the time that I would go to the gym, but because of some some stress things happening in life, I have found that I need that time to go home and I take a bath with candles and not my phone and no music. I just candles and like an hour. Mm -hmm. And then I'm refreshed and ready to write again. And it's almost like this line in the sand between the busyness of the day and the focus of writing that I need to do. And it helps with that. But the other thing is when I was working with this client, um, I asked her what is creativity to her? Mm -hmm. And she said one of the things that she hasn't done in years, like almost a decade, is scrapbooking. Oh. And... I encouraged her to start adding scrapbooking in because scheduling your energy also means scheduling your creativity. Mm-hmm. Like creativity does not have to be like art. We we all have creativity in different ways, but we need to make sure that we haven't uh, we haven't pushed that so deep down inside us that it's dormant.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because. Well for one thing we all need to stay connected to the things mm-hmm. that make us feel creative and and just whole people instead of like i only work and i only do right. things like yeah. there's got to be some space just for you and i think um you know a lot of this is just going to be like dis- discovery like Take right. this this podcast episode and kind of think about, like, where are my energy spikes? Where are they low? Where are they mm-hmm. high? I would bet you know. You just probably have never really thought about it that way. And then are you spending time, mm-hmm. like, kind of creating boundaries around these different things that you have to do during the day from, you know, whether it's work or, mm-hmm. or mom things or taking care of your health and all of that. So, mm-hmm. all right. Should we go into tip number two? Yes. All right. Tip number two is prioritize first things first. Uh this really comes down to your task list. Sometimes yes. you can't manage your time because you have too much. Like you have right? too many things on your task list, um, too much on your schedule, and you don't have time to complete the tasks that are actually important. And I think for, for me, what I've noticed with a lot of our clients when they're really struggling with this, it's because they've said that, that they've said yes to way too many things that they don't mm-hmm. want to disappoint people about oh, like they sense. just get caught into this whole idea of like well I I mean right now it's so weird to say stuff like this because nobody's been doing much for right. like a year but um you know when you feel like you are just a hamster on a wheel or you feel like you're a chicken with your head cut off it, it could be because you have way too much on your list that is not important to you and I think this is not only a life like schedule tip, mm-hmm. but also a work thing. So if you're working for yourself, you are in charge of your schedule, which can sometimes be very daunting. So mm-hmm. figuring out what your priorities are and whether or not they're actually getting done first can be super important. Now, some people have the idea, and I don't remember who who wrote it, but it was like Eat That Frog.
0: Oh yeah, where you do the is thing that, that by that Brian Tracy? I haven't read be. that book. I'm i have not either because justified. I
1: don't like the concept necessarily. For me, it doesn't work. Like, if I have to start off my day with the thing I hate, Um, or the thing that, you know, I've been avoiding Mm -hmm. the longest, I won't ever probably do it. Uh So, um, but it it does work for some people where you can prioritize things that have to get done because they're important, but you've been putting them off and putting Mm -hmm. them off and putting them off. Um, that's a great book. If you want to check it out to see whether or not- We think
0: it's a great book. We've heard it's a great book. We've heard it's a great book. Neither one of us know.
1: Nope. Nope. Not at all. Um, so if you're, you're struggling with that time management, one thing you can do is if you actually keep like a calendar, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's digital or on your, you know, a paper one, Mm -hmm. look back on it and see what is happening in my schedule. Like what is happening on, like, do I have too many appointments happening Mm -hmm. on this day and I need to start actually putting them on different days? Um, you can schedule your priorities first, Mm -hmm. like clear out your schedule Make sure your priorities are in there first and mm-hmm. then everything else can fit in if it actually, if you have the time. Which is why visual things like a planner yep. or even the Google Calendar is so important. Because you can literally see this stuff mm-hmm. right in front of you if you use it then. And then you can figure out whether or not your priorities are getting in there the way that they need to.
0: Mm-hmm. So what's the third tip?
1: All right. Third tip. I don't know. I have to move my paper.
0: <laughs> we have, you guys, we once Do this. like, we bought 30 clipboards one time because we were we were digging our ditch and preparing for the amount of people that were going to come to our downtown space for our class, like yes. our workshops and our classes. And now we have 30 clipboards. So we so are using two of them. Uh, as our notes for today's thing, which means we have to turn the you page. You have to turn the but- page. <laughs>
1: like I don't know what's tip number three. It's on the other. One other day so we'll if you do. Need a clipboard, guys. You know, right? Who to- One day we should ask. do
0: a weird social media, uh, like. We should do a giveaway sometime, and the person who gets the question right... Gets a clipboard? Gets a, no, <laughs> oh, they get a prize, like, like a book or something. like, but is that what we're going to do? And one of the... We would just pick weird questions like, how many clipboards do, do they think? have? 30, okay? <laughs> Remember this, guys, because one day we might actually do this. Right. And we bought them in bulk. That's why we have That's 30. why we have... They were only like a dollar something. We didn't spend more than 40-some bucks on it, so it was a good deal. It but, was.
1: <laughs> Anyway, if you need some clipboards. I was really proud of it. (laughs) All right. So tip number three is to batch task similar work. Like, oh my goodness. If I have done anything Mm -hmm. that has helped with my time management, especially on the job, it's batching similar tasks especially when we're going from a right brain task to a left brain task. Mm-hmm. So your left brain is your like more analytical side. So when I'm doing things like financials, I cannot switch yes. my brain from doing financials into write a blog post, which mm-hmm. is the creative side of my brain. It just does not work the way that I want it to. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't. So if you're a busy business owner or an entrepreneur, you do have some leeway in your time management. It can be such a, a common Mm -hmm. problem because we feel like we have to do all of these things so i have to find a place in my schedule to do them but really batching them i'm always amazed too at how little time i actually need to complete the task when it's the only thing i'm focusing on whether it's that morning or for Mm -hmm. that like couple of hours or whatever so you can't focus on any task completely from start to finish if you're not able to um Batch it together because then nothing mm-hmm. will get done. Like you'll have, and I hate this when you have like seventy five percent of a bunch of projects done. Yes, and then you have to like finish up all these projects all in one day. It's it's the worst. So if you have clients, mm-hmm. for example, this is something that we work with our clients all the all the time. Whether they're they're actually like coaches or something else, um pick a certain day that yep. you'll take clients. Whether it's any day of the week or if it's evenings, like if you if you work with clients in the evening or if it's on the weekend, um, I have a client right now that we're literally looking in her schedule to open up one more day for her to have her gym open mm-hmm. for her clients she already has because they've been asking to just come in and practice on their own, not necessarily work with her one-on-one, like how she, when she's teaching them something. Um, but that, mm-hmm. that is something that has really helped mm-hmm. both you and I be able to figure out, like, how do we life? Can do all this,
0: and I think so. I'm in this season of my life right now where I have a part time job. Mm -hmm. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm working um, at this part time job. And here's the thing: I was kind of doing it where I would go in on afternoons on Tuesday, and then in the mornings on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And I'm realizing I can't do that. I have to pick, like I have to pick mornings because that's when my focus for the for the things that I do at that job are at my best. Mm And I've chosen to have my client days on those days as well because it's it's really hard for me to get into a project or a writing project or a leadership content training session mm-hmm. on those days if I have to go to another part-time job. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's one of the ways that I do that. And I also usually only take clients one week out of the month. I used to have it that
1: way, and I think I'm going to try to get back to that that way but mine mine for sure is is usually like when the children are gone compared Mm -hmm. to when the children are here because sometimes I need to do like a three o'clock or a four o'clock because we're working around a different schedule well when the kids are here I can't do that as easily Mm -hmm. like I gotta go pick them up from school I gotta do all the things um but the days of the week like if the times have to change but it's certain days of the week and honestly you guys your clients will move their schedule to match yours. Mm-hmm. Like so often, I've seen baby oh. business owners just be like, "I'm open all of these hours whenever anybody wants to come in or do all of these things," and that leads to burnout so it does quickly. Like you set mm-hmm. it on your schedule, they will move it around. I've never actually had anybody be like, "Oh no, I actually need you to do Mondays." Yeah, well, Mondays aren't an. Option, I haven't either, and so. we
0: have done this pretty much since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to because we, we had other had things going on. And I think that's the thing that all business owners need to remember is you are in charge of your schedule, mm-hmm. not your clients. Yep. The minute that you try to accommodate every single client or customer, whatever you want to call them, you're going to be so burnt out that you're going to start. Um, you're not going to like it. <laughs> you're, there's, a, there's a word I'm looking for and I can't think of it right now. It's, I think it starts with an R. Well, I don't know. It totally know. <laughs> just flew out of my. The train might come yeah. back again as anyway, it's circling around the room with Mandy You're gonna resent in it. them. Resent. That that's, the that's it. You you are, because you're going to feel like you are giving more than you are getting because your boundaries you are. are not good.
1: Right. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if you suck at time management or you're just in a season where skills that worked before are not working mm-hmm. now. So it feels like you stuck at it. I would encourage you to try one of these methods. And we've given you a lot between our own like personal anecdotes on how we manage our own time and our own schedules. Um, but remember, this is a process. So pick one that you can focus on for the next 30 days um, and see if it works for you. Give yourself grace mm-hmm. to seek out a method that that you've never done before or to bring back a method
0: And figure it out. What works Mm -hmm. best for you, for your business, and for your family? Mm -hmm. So we told you at the beginning of this episode to stay tuned till the end because we have an opportunity for you to work with us for free. And we want to tell you about that before we end today. So um, this is a workshop, actually. And it's called She Cultivates Success. It's a free five-day virtual workshop for women it's a leadership workshop for women actually and it's happening March 15th through the 19th every single day that week Monday through Friday at 11 a.m Central time you're going to be able to spend time with us to discover the essential leadership skills that you need to cultivate in your life leadership and career so that you can have success this year so here's what we're going to be covering each day of the workshop the the first day we're going to learn the number one key to cultivating success. And we're going to build upon that on day two and teach you the number two key to cultivating success. And then on Wednesday, we're going to build upon that further. And you're going to learn how to say yes to the new by possibly having to burn some fields. (laughs) We'll tell you what that means on day three. Day four is going to be all about identifying the weeds that will hinder your success. And then Friday, Day five, we are going to help you map out the fields of your success plan. Guys, this is one of the um, most exciting workshops that we've done in a long time. This content has been sprinkled on and off um, throughout our, our history of events and coaching programs, and we have taken the time to really craft a message mm-hmm. that is um, for such a time as this, really. It really, truly is. So you can reserve your spot for this free workshop. Sorry, guys, it's only for women. However, if you do want to learn these skills and work with us in any capacity and you are a guy, then um, send us an email at info at and we'd be happy to have that conversation with you. And gals, if you are ready to step into the shoes of a successful woman, then go to RaymaTeam.com forward slash SCS workshop. Now, make sure that you put the HTTPS part before the WW, you know, where it says HTTP usually. Mm-hmm. Make sure there's an S at the end of that because um, otherwise you might not find it. Or you can always just go to Raymateam.com, just bypass the whole thing and just scroll down. Um, click. You the, don't even have to scroll. You don't there's even a have to scroll. The there's, a, there's a button that says start here or something along those lines. Let's get started. Um, you can find it there that's basically it. You can find it at raymateam.com. Okay, we can't wait to work with you for that. For like it's it's one of our new favorite things to do and mm-hmm. we're so excited that we can actually give it to you for free. Normally yeah. we've we've turned these type of things into like 6-week programs.
1: Yeah, people, um, people people used to pay for
0: this content. Yes. so
1: it's it's definitely going yeah. to be able to do it in this environment and really um, make sure that more people can get into it.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Guys, that is our show this week, and we cannot wait to meet those of you who are joining us in the She Cultivates Success Workshop. And we can't wait to hear from you as to which tips you are going to apply to your own life. So be sure to leave a review and tell us, or stop by Instagram. You can find us at She Who Overcomes Podcast and tell us which tip you are going to um, use. um, Leave a review. You might just get a shout out in Mm -hmm. a future episode. So until next time, may you rise up, lead well, and live with intention.
1: Hey guys, thanks again for listening. Before you go, would you mind doing us a favor? We would love to hear your takeaways. So please leave us a review and a comment. You might just hear your name in a future episode when you do.
0: This show is produced by Rayma Team Media. A division of Rayma Team LLC. If you'd like to learn more about how you can work with us, visit Raymateam.com. That's www.raymateam.com. All right, our coffee is cold, so we gotta go. See you next week.